When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Wednesday, February 24th. I'm Rudy. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah! Woo! What's happening, everybody? My name is Rudy Pavich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. First and foremost, a couple things we got to get to. Uh, uh, Tiger Woods. You may have heard in a terrible car accident in Los Angeles. Uh, we've got some audio on that in just a moment. Also, I did a little bit of digging. Yesterday, we talked about athletes. For some reason, this is going to be a very sports-centric podcast. Uh, even though I don't want it every day to be like that, today, for whatever reason, is just going to be. Uh, we talked yesterday about athletes who would get into relationships with high-profile women and their careers would tank. I did a little bit of research on it. Turns out there are some massive, massive letdowns in in guys' careers after they've been with high-profile women. One in particular, I didn't even know the story. It happened about 11 years ago with an ex-NBA player. Uh, We'll find out about it. But first, let's talk about this podcast for a second. Yesterday, I was having a conversation uh, with my good buddy, Eric Allen, longtime stand-up comedian, uh, lived here in Minneapolis, uh, also is from Minnesota originally, moved out to Los Angeles, was there for uh, about 10 years, uh, you know, working his way up, and then the pandemic hit and decided to move back, and we've just been kind of chatting. You know, Eric is uh, lucky enough to still be, um, you know, in the good graces of a lot of the guys that he came up the ranks with, so... He's been uh, crashing on, on a buddy's couch, and the guy is just a ball of talent. I mean, really, yesterday he brought it up that he's like, I'm an ideas guy, and he has always the best ideas. So him and I have been kind of kicking around um, some projects here and there about what we want to kind of get rolling. You know, we got a couple of short films in the works. Um, you know, we talked about possibly doing some sort of you know, YouTube show uh, with a couple of other guys we like to bring into the fold. We're kind of in like the early production stages of that. But then I brought up this podcast. I said, you know, the other day and I explained um, how a long walk to Cleveland was born. I was at the gym watching somebody completely overwork themselves for little return on the move that they were doing. And I said, wow, that seems like a long walk to Cleveland. You're working so hard and getting so little in return. And then Eric's mind, bing, the light bulb goes off and he goes, there it is. We need to go out. We need to find guys and girls who have gone through that that process of conceptualizing an idea, starting to bring it to fruition, having it become an obsession, only to not have it pan out. And so many times you hear about these talented guys, these women who were great when it came to being in front of the camera, super charismatic. They had all the right pieces, and it just never went anywhere for them, ever. I mean, the difference between a Christina Applegate and a gal who became the managers at an Applebee's is so slim. 
Christina was, you know, the talk of the town on Married with Children, who went on to have a fabulous career and is still knocking it out of the park uh, when it comes to, you know, the Anchorman series. And right now, I believe it is called Dead to Me. I think that's what it's called, Dead to Me on Netflix. It's so good. Man, is it good. You can't tell me that there wasn't another gal that was for the role of Married with Children who was equally as talented as Christina Applegate. And it just didn't pan out. Probably worked hard, maybe a little bit more talented, had all the right pieces, and yet still putting together a schedule at a TJF Fridays. That is just the roll of the dice in this business. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes you work 20 years. Sometimes you get nowhere. Sometimes you're on top of the, of the pole, and then you get kicked to the bottom. And some guys never work their way back up. It's kind of nice to have a bite at the apple. I mean, I kind of look at my career a little bit. And at one point, you know, I had my own show, Afternoon Drive, Minneapolis. And then one day it just all disappears. I feel like I've constantly battled back to try to get to that spot again. And I don't know if it'll ever happen. And if it does, great. And if it doesn't, it's fine. I feel like I'm in a good spot. I think that's the precipice of this podcast has to be finding people who are okay with their past. I think it was uh, Mia Khalifa, former porn star. She was on a podcast with... Oh, uh, Lance Armstrong. Tip of the tongue there. But they had this great conversation about how you go through life and you work really hard at something and you get to the top and then you just kind of get tossed aside. And it doesn't matter how many times you apologize. It doesn't matter how many people you go and you reconcile with. You're never going to get back. That past is always going to be there. And sometimes you go on and you do other things that are equally as great, and sometimes you do none of it. Ask anybody who had a one-hit wonder song in the 80s. But you got to be okay with it. Guys like Rick Astley are okay with it. They're fine with having that one song that came out that everybody jammed to, kind of became, you know, an inside joke with a lot of people. The Rickroll? Man, great videos were born from the Rickroll. But then after that, you got to meet Rick a little bit. He would be okay with doing interviews about how the Foo Fighters were covering his song or how the Rickroll was getting big, and you found out this guy is completely comfortable with himself. If Rick had 50 hits or one, I feel like Rick Astley would be the same guy. But it wouldn't matter. He'd be okay with who he is. And that's the type of people that we want to try to find for this podcast And I'm hoping that eventually we get to that. I'm kind of hoping that we get an opportunity to showcase what it is that we are doing. And given some of these people who feel like they might not have a voice anymore, like somebody has given them an opportunity to once again never going to let you down. Yeah! Oh, it's so good, isn't it? Uh, but anyway, that's what we're looking to do here 
on a long walk to Cleveland. We want to hear about people's long walks to nowhere. And some people will have that opportunity. You do get a bite at the apple every once in a while. Those are the stories we're going to be looking for. And it's going to become, I'm hoping that we do something that is uh, daily, where I'll come in here, maybe Eric and I, we record these interviews once a week, and we just chop them up into four or five parts. And we do this every single day. And you get a little bit of the interview every single day. I don't just want to like throw an hour at you and go, here, listen to the whole thing. It's easier to do it sometimes in 15, 20-minute increments. If we can get you in the car right when you get in and we're finishing right as you pull into work, that is <laughs> the goal with this podcast. So hopefully you're going to see more of that in the next uh, next couple of weeks as we sort of uh, figure this all out and uh, we kind of see where this thing is going to be going. Now, let's move on, right? So the other day I brought up, I wonder what the percentages are of people who have gotten to the show, whatever their respective field is, whether it be hockey, soccer, whatever, right? Then they get into a high-profile relationship and their numbers start to fall off a little bit. Well, apparently, they have a statistic for almost everything else on the planet except for that one statistic. But I did come across um, some of these amazing stories of guys who are on top of the world started dating... And it all just went down the crapper. First and foremost, let's bring up Chris Humphreys for a second. He's a Minnesota guy, born in Minneapolis, played for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And was married to Kim Kardashian for 72 days. To be honest, that's 53 days longer than what I had expected it to be. But nonetheless, 72 days. And after that, tanked. Never really panned out. I mean, kind of by the time he was like in his, uh, what that have been like his maybe fifth, sixth season, we were all kind of going, oh man, she chewed him up and spat him out. Reggie Bush, same thing. The Kardashians, man, they just rolled through through dudes. And I started thinking about a couple of like other guys that have like had decent careers, but maybe had they not let their relationships get in the way, things would have maybe turned out a little bit better for him. You know, Tony Romo comes to mind. He was okay. He never won a playoff game after dating Jessica Simpson. Didn't even get to another Pro Bowl until 2014, and that was 2009 when they broke up, I believe it was. Broke up with her the night before her birthday, by the way. I mean, I love Tony Romo as a, as a sports announcer, but that is a dick move, is it not? And there's a couple other guys on the list. Monte Teo. I think I'm saying that right. I always screw that guy's name up. Monte Teo? Monte Teo. Manti, Manti, ooh, Manti Teo. That sounds like a good dog name. What's his name? Manti Teo. Back off. Rip your throat out, son. Um, you know, A Rod's had a couple of high-profile uh, celebrity girlfriends. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz feeding him shots though at a ball game. Man, that's the type of gal you need in your life. James Harden dating Chloe uh, Kardashian. At the same time that she was also, was it married to Lamar Odom? That's probably the worst story of all of them. Watching Lamar Odom OD in a whorehouse in Nevada and then get it together only to end up on drugs one more time. And it's all because of them Kardashians. Khloe Kardashian's got to be, you know, on top of the mountain of bringing down sports athletes. 
James Harden. I mean, who's kind of had a good career, right? I guess I don't know too much about his stats or like where he's come from, but seems to be okay. But Khloe Kardashian, I mean, dude, you are a champion when it comes down to taking sports figures. Huh. They had to start handing out trophies for you for that because she would have a freaking mitful of them. But the story that really blew me away, I've been thinking about this now for like two days. Steve Nash. You might remember him. Super skinny white dude. Just could ball in the NBA. Dude was so good. I did not know this story. This obviously had to have made news. I looked it up. It did. But for some reason, I don't know, maybe just at a time, like I was going through some dark days and didn't come across this. But 2010, he's having his third baby with his wife, Alejandra. I feel like gals named Alejandra don't live where you live. You ever notice that? Have you ever met an Alejandra? They're not from where you are. Even if you are from a place where Alejandras live, you don't live next to a Alejandra. But she's a beautiful, ugh, just a beautiful woman. My goodness. And it's not like Steve outpunted his coverage on this one, because Steve is, you know, an equally sharp-looking dude. I think he was an okay-looking guy. Eyes might be a little too wide on the head, but nonetheless... Maybe just helped, you know, uh, seeing the peripheral on the court a little bit better. The problem that in 2010 that the couple faced was Alejandra is of Spanish descent. Steve is as white as an eggshell. The two of them produced a black baby. Steve was obviously outraged by this the day after his newborn daughter was born. Steve immediately went down to the courthouse and filed divorce papers. How does this story go under the radar for so long? Nobody brings this up. The Lamar Odoms of the world get talked about quite a bit. Guys who have had terrible runs with girlfriends. Tiger Woods getting beaten down with his own golf clubs. That story gets out there. This story... I thought about it all day yesterday. How do you ever battle back from that? And here's the thing about Steve Nash. Steve Nash's numbers did not falter after this. I don't have them all in front of me. Um, but he was a great player. Went through probably something the most, probably the most traumatic thing you're ever going to go through. And still came back and produced, I think for like another two seasons after that, two, three seasons? I have to go back and look, but... Yeah, the day after this new bundle of joy comes into your world, you're walking out the door. And now that kid is, what, 11? Man. I was talking with Eric Allen yesterday about how you can have a parent in the public eye. And how back in the day when your parents were famous, famous people were just famous. You know, when I was like seven years old on the playground at St. Leo's Catholic School listening to Motley Crue, those dudes were just famous dudes. They were mythical creatures. They were put on a pedestal. They came down from a mountain. And then one day I turn on VH1 and friggin' Vince Neil is getting plastic surgery. And I'm like, we're at a whole new place in life. I don't think I like it. I don't like the fact that, now I'm not a fan of Ted Cruz, but Eric brought up the point that Ted Cruz's daughters can go online and read all sorts of articles and tweets and Facebook posts about how everybody hates their dad. 
Who wants to go through that? I mean, there are times where I will bring things to my daughter from text messages or voicemails that we receive from the on-air show about how people say we suck or you know how we're not funny, which I do agree with that, but how all these like little tiny things that you don't think about, these people just like they, they pounce on you when they get the opportunity to. And I'll play them for my daughter and she'll just be floored that people would think that way. And I'm like, sweetie, if you want, you can Google daddy and you will find all sorts of articles, all sorts of things that talk about <laughs> how big of a screw up I am or how I got fired from this job or, or whatever it might be. Find somebody's tweets about how, you know, they came at me because I had an opinion on something. Whatever it is, you can find all that stuff nowadays. And sadly, this 11-year-old daughter is going to have to one day suffer somebody taking an email and copying the link to a story about how this all unfolded in 2010 and then have to read it. I hope she doesn't. I hope we don't go through that. Terrible way to live. But like I said, that is the role of the dice sometimes. That is what happens when you get into these these places. You go to these, you become that person. It's just the way it is. You take the good, you take the bad. You take them both, and there you have the facts of life, everybody. Uh, Tiger Woods, terrible car wreck the other day. At 7, 12 in the morning, Lomita Sheriff Station received a call of a solo vehicle collision. We arrived on scene at 7, 18 a.m. and discovered a solo vehicle collision The sole occupant was Tiger Woods. They did not see any evidence of impairment, anything of concern. Upon arrival, observed one person trapped. The hologan tube, which is used for prying, and an axe was also used to pry the person free from the vehicle. The person was packaged at the incident in stable condition with serious injuries. They were transported to Harbor UCLA Hospital. Oh, did you see that car? You should look it up. Man. It's one of these cars when you drive past it on the highway, you go, how did anybody walk away from that? So sadly, I uh, I read a little bit about some of his injuries. Uh, Some compound fractures to the tibula and to the fibula. Uh, He had a couple of spots where bone was sticking out of the leg. A few rods had gone into the uh, leg and ankle to keep it supported. But they said he's awake. He's recovering, laying in a a hospital bed. I think the, the positive... How do you say that? The optimistic diagnosis is one whole year before he's back at it. And that dude has just been on such a roller coaster. We're on such a, like, loving tiger kick right now. After he won that tournament with his son, and he came back, and he won another championship, and the documentary came out on HBO, which is fascinating. We used to love Tiger Woods. We watched him crumble under the span of like five days. Five days. The guy that we thought was unstoppable. The guy that we thought was heavenly. He was next to God. You could not beat Tiger Woods. He was a man of the people. Everybody knew he was kind of of a weird guy. But then all this stuff comes out, man. If you watch that documentary, you find out that Tiger Woods, he had no choice. This was going to happen to him. His dad, his dad's friends, all the guys that he grew up with uh, on golf courses, that was their life too. Running around with gals. There's one whole thing. I don't want to give anything away because it's in the documentary and it's good and you should watch it. 
But his dad and, and the guys that he used to chum around with at the golf courses would give golfing lessons and then take these housewives back to a camper in the parking lot and then, you know, give them the business. They're doing this in front of Tiger at the age of 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. You get that idea. But he's young. He's impressionable. And there's one guy in the documentary who even looks at the camera and goes, dude, I'm sorry. Had I known that my actions were going to cause you to do this one day, I probably would have, you know, made better decisions in front of a young Tiger Woods. So... All that stuff comes out about him. He tries to make a comeback. He's kind of a huge dick about it while making his comeback. And it doesn't go the way it was planned. And we kind of just sat in that stew of how much we dislike Tiger Woods now. And then he took a bunch of time off, rehabbed, came back, wins another championship, doubles down with his kid to take home some gold. Tiger Woods on top of the world again. Brand new girlfriend. Kids are getting older. Busting out those Sunday Reds. Man, watching Tiger and Sunday Reds is so much fun. And it's not like this was something that was caused by him. I met, they, they basically came out and said already, as you heard in the clip, they don't think it was drugs. They don't think it was alcohol. It was nothing like that related. He did have some back surgery, so maybe there might have something to do with that. But... To just get that raw deal, man, like at a time when your trajectory, you're finally getting your rocket ship to go back up again. You finally turn this thing around, and this is what comes crashing down on you. So uh, I really do hope that we get to see Tiger Woods one more time, break out that green jacket, bust out those Sunday reds, hoist one more trophy above his head. Because it is fun. I don't like golf, but if Tiger Woods is on TV, you're damn right I'm going to be watching. Unlike tennis, you throw anything tennis in front of me. There's the only thing more boring than tennis. I tried watching the Australian Open the other day. The only thing more boring than the Australian Open is watching the closing ceremonies of the Australian Open. But it was the only thing on television, and I needed something in the background. Hey, that was a tough one. All right, I got to get out of here. We got to save some space on this computer. So anyway, we'll see you guys back here tomorrow for the Thursday edition of A Long Walk to Cleveland. Take care. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.